0: live from the ESPN 690 Anna Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lake. Have you spoken with Arthur following the game, Dan? How concerned are you about your job status following these two weeks? Well, yeah, we, we, we visit every week, pre-game, post-game, Mondays through the week, um, but uh, anytime, Zach, honestly, that I take away from that this time, that all I can
1: do um, is being in front of the team. I said, uh, I need to be the same guy on our best days and our worst days and stand tall for them and bring the energy and the coaching and the focus that we need to go win. Uh,
0: anything past that does not help the team. And uh, so, all I can focus on is us playing better
1: and finishing better. And so, that's where my focus will be and remains to be.
0: That is Dan Quinn, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. If this continues, not for long. It's never happened before until this weekend. Fifteen plus point leads in the fourth quarter blown in consecutive weeks. First time it's ever happened. Yeah. I mean the Dallas The thing that still sticks out to me. See comebacks now again. It goes to my offense conversation. This is not that foreign. Look it. uh, The Bills are good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but twenty eight to three lead at home. And they almost lost, and maybe you could argue should have lost. That was a questionable pass interference. Pretty lucky call, yeah. So, I mean, it it actually happens. We're going to see more of these records. Like, every Sunday now, there are more of these records because it's so offensively driven. And so, therefore, even a 26-10 to 10 lead doesn't even feel
1: that safe. Do you think the lack of crowd noise has something to do with it as well? I
0: think it could. I uh-huh. think I think some of that element, I think uh Brett Far uh Brett Farr, <laughs> Aaron
1: Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: Uh, Same one's Jordan Love pretty soon. Maybe it's true. Yeah. one of those guys yeah. talked about it yesterday at the Superdome, right? Yeah. And I don't think they're wrong. I mean, from the hard count to yeah, it would have been more challenging to I think there's an element of that just raises your awareness. Of course. You know, there's more there's more things going on. But seriously, they lost a twenty six to ten lead and they got lucky on a couple of plays. I think the Allen Robinson play in the end zone, I'm not sure it should have been initially a touchdown ruled, but I don't know how they overturned it once they did call it a touchdown. And then uh, I forget the receiver, but he drops it. I mean, it's a beautiful throw by Foles in the end zone. He drops it, and they never scored on that possession. So, like, they made coming back from 16 down in the fourth quarter look easy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what happens now in the NFL, which is just wild, but that's what you have to deal with. You have to keep your foot on the gas. And Matt, I put as much on Matt Ryan in that offense. I mean, they scored twenty six points and then they stopped. Yeah, and they they just stopped. They sit on the uh, sit on the ball
1: and don't do much. See, I almost think like you have to have a heightened sense of awareness of what's going on. It's kind of like in baseball, right? Like you see sometimes in the game of baseball, like, you know, maybe a guy has a pot fly, but the guy, like, you know, the guy takes up a run to him because he forgot out, there's only one out, right? Like sometimes we see that all the time in baseball where guys aren't paying attention. There's actually two outs or there's one out, whatever. You know, there's, there's tons of examples where guys don't pay attention, and we see that in base running as well. Well, maybe the same thing can be said a little bit about, you know, playing the game of football right now with no crowd. Listen, if the Falcons were up that much at home or the Bills were up that much at home and the crowds were there, like, if you're on defense, you have the luxury of that loud audience, like, cheering you on saying, all right, guys, like, you guys are up. Let's finish shit Let's bring it home. But, like, to me, it's almost like a surreal feeling when no one's really cheering for you. You're up by so much, but it's like, are we, though? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we're getting that reassurance a little bit. Like, yeah, sure, you got your t- teammates on the sidelines reminding you. But I just think it's a different environment, even when you're up so much. Like, you don't have that, you know, that – it's hard to even put in words. The intensity like, too. Yeah, it, right? the, the, the intensity, just like that fodder in the back saying, hey, you guys are doing great. Keep it up. But we're going to let not you know if we're getting nervous. Exactly. That's a good call. Exactly. That's an interesting point. That's yeah. a really good point because
0: I think you're right about that. Yeah. I think it's like, hey – uh, and, are, are and we dallas, at 21 or listen yeah. uh the lead is shrinking yeah and the exactly. momentum is on their side exactly we're getting nervous you can feel that in the stadium that's a and, great point point.
1: and keep in mind like yeah your eyes can tell you that you look, look at the scoreboard your eyes can tell you what the score is but like do you actually feel that if the crowd's not there? i
0: still feel like the indictment though this is what i started to say the indictment on dan quinn and the atlanta falcons goes back to the dallas game it's not yeah. that they gave up the lead even it's not that teams are coming back on me and that's enough of an indictment i get especially if you're a defensive guy that's a hard thing now he's a defensive head coach and so you're allowing this to happen and your defense really hasn't been good to begin with anyway for a while and they're the worst in the league right now and you're giving up these fourth quarter leads but to me it was still that special teams play man the onside kick when nobody's touching the ball and they're like well we thought it had to go 10 years 10 yards that is about as much of an indictment as i've ever seen on a coach publicly yeah and coaching special teams I mean, how do we get to the NFL at this point and not know that last week against the Cowboys? We didn't even talk about it much last week. But that if you take the two weeks combined, that is still if I'm Arthur Blanks, that is still in my mind most. It's like, wow. And he called him out on it. But that shows me we're not doing the details of coaching that we need to be doing maybe. For this football team, and that is a major red flag.
1: Imagine how hard we were. Either it was Joe DiCamillo, or it was Doug Marone, and that squib kick in Tennessee. Absolutely right. I mean, we 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 chastised and saying, well, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah. We just, called to kick the ball. Yeah, and we had Scobie, we made on, a job Scobie on, on here, man. Scobie even you know thought it was a little uh, outrageous. But then imagine like imagine that play in Dallas where you, you kick an onside kick, and the t- the receiving the Falcons are just waiting for it to go ten. Like imagine being a fan of that. Even imagine like being a player, not not knowing that like, oh I didn't like nobody told me. They're like it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy that it's once again it's the same thing in professional baseball where it's guys aren't you know don't don't know the, the count or guys don't you know aren't running the bases properly. It's like what are, you guys are getting paid for this. A crazy you've been playing thing playing this about, game
0: for how long? It's a great analogy, and that's what it's like a boneheaded play, right? Yeah, yeah you've been playing and, and you see it happen. Yeah, but that's usually one guy. This was eleven a, a,
1: a entire team. I mean, and it wasn't least, all eleven. It was like five yeah, or six. But, at least with Josh Lambo, like listen, it, it was an like, it was a mistake. Obviously, it yeah, was but a strategic like, mistake. A strategy, exactly, and, and he just the ball didn't go. So Certain way, a guy made a great place, so be it. But with Atlanta, it's like you had a whole team that was absolutely clueless. Hey, thank goodness the
0: NFL is back. We got a lot to talk about, though. Also, want to uh, big congratulations to uh, CGC Water. Hey, their fiftieth anniversary party over the weekend on Saturday, right here on St. John's Bluff in Jacksonville. So, uh, congratulations to all the good folks at CGC Water. Check them out, CGCWater dot com, or you can call nine zero four five five two one two four two as uh, they continue to. Uh, be amongst the best. They are the best. That's what we have at our home in uh water treatment, CGC water. Uh, also, a couple other reminders. Jags report live tonight, 7 o'clock on Fox 30. And we'll have uh, the Florida State Coaches Show. Mike Norvell will be at 9 o'clock here on ESPN 690. Back to some big topics in the NFL. Josh Allen, is he really this good? Is Josh Allen? I saw a stat Josh, today, man. Josh Allen. 33 touchdowns three picks, I think, over his last 14 games, or maybe
1: yep. it was 32-3. Yep. That is insane. We gotta find the audio, Brent. We gotta find the audio last year where I said, give this team a year and Josh Allen's gonna be a diet Lamar Jackson. I am a Josh Allen believer. I'm also a Josh Allen believer here in Jacksonville, and I don't think it's really fair to call someone the good Josh Allen and the bad Josh Allen anymore, because let's be honest, the bad Josh Allen in Buffalo who's supposed to be, not that bad anymore. And Jalen Ramsey's saying he's trash. I don't think so. I think he's an MVP <laughs> conversation now, Jalen. And don't forget, I saw Diggs put that little move on you, so let's give Josh Allen a little respect here. I just think that he's in the perfect scenario. Right? I think he's a, he's on a team that can pound the rock. He's on a team that plays great defense. And it's just – I don't know if there's any more – listen, Pete Carroll has a direct reflection of his players, right? Like, you mean, those players, they model after Pete Carroll, right? And maybe, like, Sean McBake say the same thing with Drew Brees and the Saints, thing like that. I mean, I don't know if there's any other team, though – that can mile themselves, Andy the same way, but like that can mile themselves That's what the head coach like McDermott has done there. Right? Like I mean when he first got there, there was a, there was an attitude about him. There was um you know it's my the highway kind of vibe from him and it seems like the players are absolutely taking to it and they play a very tough and physical brand of football. Starting with Josh Allen who's looks like Mike Allstott running the ball sometimes, just truck sticking people. Yeah, I wasn't sure the Stefan
0: Diggs move would be as good yeah. as it's been. I thought they gave up a way too much mm-hmm. uh, to uh, get Stefan yeah. Diggs. But it's obviously made a difference. And that was an exciting football game. It, crazy game. But it was an exciting football game. And they look to be really good. And I just don't know if they have – New England's going to be friction for them. But I just think they're better than New England. I mean, I, I don't – New England will be interesting to watch as they go along. I'm still not completely sold on them. Uh, good win yesterday, though, over the Raiders who are 2-0. and And we'll see where it goes. But I just think Buffalo right now feels like they're still a lot better than the Patriots are. They're way more dangerous than the Patriots are. We'll see where it goes, though, for New England because they're dangerous with Belichick. He's proven that. And if this resurgence continues from Cam Newton, although I felt like it was a little bit of a slide. He wasn't going to have a duplicate of what he did in Seattle. That game was tremendous. But it wasn't as much Cam Newton as it was about the running game and defense for New England uh, yesterday.
1: Do you get Cam Newton vibes at all from Josh Allen? Like Cam Newton is prime? I mean I think he's probably a little better pocket passer than Cam Newton was but yeah. just like
0: just his kind of style call.
1: the way he runs with the football and
0: what they're willing to do with him yeah, yeah his yeah. willingness to run yep. see I think uh, the uh, some of the guys that run in the NFL they're not like looking to do it sure you know they're not they don't want to go run you over Cam Newton Josh Allen I think they do like Russell Wilson I don't think he wants to no, but I think he's forced to sometimes with the poorest offensive line plays break down. He knows it's
1: on him to create a play. Yeah. and Jackson will run, but he's not trying to run over you. True, Lamar He's Jackson. running or trying to yeah. run. He, he's trying to like go slow. It looks like he's going slow, just going towards the sidelines a little bit, a little shimmy here, shimmy there. But he's that he's got truck sticking you.
0: Who is uh, seriously the worst team? Like, how many teams are t- we did this tanking report? <laughs> that sounds and like we need an endorsement. Do for you know that. somebody? um Somebody I think put out a way too early draft for. Oh next year bless their hearts the Jags aren't even in the top 10 even at one and two
1: really they're not even there's like was there eight winless teams who has time to put out a, a mock draft already from next year Yeah, the supercomputer did it probably I'm sure yeah the analytics did it. Uh, who's the worst team yeah who's the worst hands down not even close can't tell me anything differently don't even have a debate about it New York Jets the worst team and it's, it's not even close like and, and I, I've been adamant about this with Adam Gates. Like I still don't know how Adam Gase got that job in the first place, but it's apparent. Like with the departure of Jamal Adams, it's, it's apparent. With you know, Le'Veon Bell spoke out about it last year a little bit. Like the Jets are just—they have a lot of problems, and you have a unfortunately, you have you know, maybe he could be a, a decent, good quarterback who we're probably never going to find out now because you've given him absolutely nothing to work with. So I got to go with the Jets, hands down. Yeah, I don't think
0: it's even close, although yeah. the
1: Giants are awful, and a lot of
0: that's Saquon Barkley, and I think uh, they lose. a Solder opted out. and Can't even
1: can't, can't even knock his boy, Daniel Jones, <laughs> though. W- won't even say any responsibility falls on Daniel oh, Jones. He wasn't un- good yesterday. Okay, all
0: right. No, I don't know if any of our second-year guys are getting check marks I after mean, yesterday. I you want to give
1: a check, mm, Kyle Murray put up some numbers. <laughs> he <a> what <laughs> he do you brings have? it in. What have? We have he has punch? the audacity. He, he has the had- audacity. I was wondering if they were going to bench <laughs> Kyle Murray yesterday. Easy now. Easy now. Easy check these stats real quick. Now he had a lot of rushing yards. Fantasy was all right. Uh, 23 for 35. Seemed better out of you, Kyle. It's all right though. Uh, one sack he took. One rushing touchdown. Two passing touchdowns. The three interceptions though. That one hurts a little bit. Oh, just a little right. bit. But two, but two touchdowns though, and a rushing touchdown. Got it down to speed a little bit. Only 29 yards rushing. A very Shh. modest day on the ground. The Do you want to see Daniel Jones numbers? <laughs> cuz we can go that. right there right now if you want to. No. I mean, if we're, we're going to rank these guys real quick. No, we'll do and it performances. tomorrow. Performances, oh, I can't it's wait. a Tuesday edition. Oh, I can't wait. Courts going to be in session.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm
1: just wondering if they're starting. Double it. check marks, don't worry Who's about, a about it. backup QB in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Double check marks, don't worry about it. Uh, I'm yeah. look that up real quick. I got you.
0: Is he is is the book on You got to wonder a little bit about the interceptions
1: on Kyle Corey oh, okay. though cuz
0: he makes some bad it- he did. Interceptions.
1: Yeah, kind of put Jeff Akuta on the map a little bit. Jeff Akuta was struggling on um, this season He now, shook sudden, him yeah. on yeah touchdown run um listen i just think it's a situation right now and far be it for me to tell cliff kingsbury what to do when you have that big of a fireplace in your backyard uh you call the shots i don't but like it just seems like they're going like i go deep every single play it's like hey where's the fire like wh- what are we doing here like third it's like third and six deep ball and he keep key catching and we'll see deep ball christian Kirky. i mean like hey just I, I get it. We're in, we're in Big 12 right now. You think every single long ball is going to be a touchdown? But relax a little bit, man. Work the field.
0: It's funny you're saying that because around here everybody wants the ball to I go know. deeper, right? And most people want the ball to go yep. deeper, and they're throwing it deep and maybe too much.
1: So backup quarterback in Arizona right now is Brett Hundley. Get ready, Brett. Brent, don't ever. <laughs> See, not only are you putting it on a player that I respect, but you're putting it on my in my fantasy football team. And I'll be honest with you, I can't have that. So we got about 45 minutes left of the show. I suggest you change your attitude or I'm walking out.
0: <laughs> uh, what else is good? Who's really? Well, listen, who should be the most disappointed in the NFL right now?
1: What team should be the most disappointed?
0: Houston's 0-3. Minnesota's 0-3. Yeah. Atlanta's 0-3. Mm-hmm. Obviously the Giants and Jets and I mean, Carolina snuck out a win. Uh, the Jags have a win.
1: Yeah.
0: And they've had a couple of good performances and one dud. Who should be the most disappointed? I, I mean, it's- I really believe it's Houston, Minnesota and, and Atlanta. Yeah.
1: Listen, I think Houston, I mean, You're disappointed, right, because you're you're watching Hopkins absolutely tear any kind of cornerback apart every single week, and you lost him. So Houston, you're disappointed, but they've also kind of played a murderer's role those first three games. Their schedule gets easier now a little bit. So you get the sense that they're going to make a comeback here and try to fight for division. So I'm not going Houston. Atlanta, I'm not sure how high expectations were playing with the Buccaneers and the Saints, right? I mean, you let three games go, essentially, and that sucks. So obviously you're a little mad right now about that. But to me, it falls with one team one team only. And that's the Minnesota Vikings. You talk about a coach in Mike Zimmer who has the brand of football playing great defense, um, you know, and running the football. They're running the football, but their defense might be one of the worst in the entire league. All right. They're just, their secondary is a lot like the Jaguars, just absolutely porous, just, just like a sponge, if you will. And it's just, it's it's not a good look right now for the Vikings. So. I'm going with the team that I picked to win the NFC North. Obviously, that backfired in my face. Obviously, I'm getting a lot of hate mail from people in Wisconsin, and I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings.
0: Yeah, I think the Vikings are highly disappointing. I mean, mm-hmm. there is no doubt about it. Uh, it's Atlanta because of the way they've lost, but the expectation. Like, if you watch some of the stuff that Minnesota's doing, and again, they blew a big lead.
1: Yeah. And, when well, and Kirk Cousins at the end, just, I don't know what that was. Just did you see, wait a- how about the
0: snap? Yeah. at the end yeah it's like every time kirk cousins makes a a, a gaffe yeah and that was probably on the center as well but it's like you're then they guarantee like 80 million dollars for this guy like that's all that I, sticks out to me it's like well, my goodness because oh,
1: the they re-upped on him right like they, 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 offered did, him another they actually game. did another one yeah they offered him a new one and you sit there and watch now it's like what's going on in fairness if i was like part of his family
0: I'd be like, can you get an offensive line now over the last couple of years? Because their offensive line has not been good. Yeah. But they do have maybe the –
1: you could argue Dalvin Cook's like the best running back in the game. Yeah. You could make the case. Top five for sure. Top five for sure. Yeah, I mean, listen, I didn't get the whole contract extension thing so soon, I'll be honest with you. But it goes to show you right now because, listen, the Vikings are all in three. We'll see how this pans out. But even if you do have an opportunity to get a Trevor Lawrence or a Trey Lance, somebody like that, or a, a Fields, do you get him? Because you have Kirk Cousins sucking up all this money right now.
0: Yeah. I I got to look at the contract to see how far out that would be. Can, you know, it, yeah. That has a little Jordan Love-esque feel to me because yeah. Aaron Rodgers still got some football. So you're making an, an investment for however many years down the road. Now, Minnesota, I think, has a ton of draft picks. Now, they gave Jags a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this is very good. The Jags are... This Minnesota pick is squeaking into the late first round, almost. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's going
1: to so, be a high second rounder if you had to pick today. But so Kurt Cousins is making a base salary of twenty one million next year, and two thousand twenty two making a base salary of thirty five
0: million. Yeah, so you're on the hook for the next three seasons. So two, even if you draft next year, two more after that.
1: Oof. Now
0: again, yeah. Love and Rodgers... That's how that's worked out. Yeah. Because Rodgers Yeah, but Brent Trevor, if it's Trevor Lawrence, I mean, come on. I know you can't sit come there and do that for Come him. on, what are we talking about? But they're not getting Trevor. I mean, Minnesota's going to win some games, I think. Yeah, you, you think Mike Zimmer would will it? <laughs> you know. I've got another question on the other side of that game. Titans. Yeah.
1: Christian Bolton sack. See that, by the way? Christian Bolton sack. <laughs> I saw you talking so much smack on Twitter. You see the Diggs about, play? A boy, what? He, he stepped the ball out of the uh, hand? What a great who doesn't play. do that play? Great who, play? Who doesn't make that, Good play? Coaching I that play? I could have made that play. I could have slapped the ball out of the hand. What <laughs> are the interceptions? Where are the sacks there, Diggs? But anyways, please continue. Christian uh, Bolton. Uh, Goskowski, by the way, is making what's-his-name
0: look like a genius variable. I know. And... I mean, not only did it, the the kicks that he made against the Jags were 51 and 49, and then this one was 55. Mm. Are the Titans a little bit of lucky, or are they good? They have three wins by a combined six points. They're three and O, Brent. So, Tom, saying, I'm say, no, no, I, I know, 3-0. I know, I know. Lucky
1: or good? <sighs> a little bit of both. Obviously, luck's got to come into it a little bit. You're lucky that you got that squib kick in Tennessee when the when Josh Lambo kicked it. There's a little luck involved. But at the end of the day. This is nothing new for the Tennessee Titans, Brent. This is who they are, right? I mean, you know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. The the, the, the Titans play a brand of football where it's going to be a little conservative on the offense, and you're going to play try to play solid defense on on the defensive side of the ball. And if that's the case, they're, they're going to be low-scoring games. To me, the Tennessee Titans, of all the teams even in the AFC South Division, are not, not set up for a track meet. Like If you get out ahead of them, you think the Jaguars are bad – Watch the Titans try to bounce back and get out, of you know, get ahead of somebody. Like it's just not going to happen. So with that being said, um, I think it's a little more skill than luck, just because this is who they are. Yeah
0: i I think they're I think they're good. Yeah, I think it's part of that culture of winning games. Right, paying you to say it. Uh, no. That
1: looked a little painful
0: to say. Oh, does it, I thought you said, yeah. are they paying me? No. Oh, no. Uh, is, is, is that it painful? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I do feel they are a little lucky right now to be 3-0. Mm-hmm. But I also think that's part of the culture you build. They know how to win tight games. It doesn't matter if it's 31-30. It doesn't matter if it's uh, 20-18. to Whatever it is, they're going to figure out a way to win. And yeah. right now that says a lot. Uh, by the way, another guy, if you go back and look at the numbers, Ryan Tannehill going back to last year. Now, the numbers are absurd hmm. at, at what he's been able to do, along with Josh Allen. Two just incredible numbers um, to to look at. All right, one uh, quick note on the good teams. Is Seattle or Green Bay better?
1: <sighs> Who has the better defense right now? <laughs> um, is Seattle Green or... Green Bay, really. Yeah. Is Seattle or Green Bay better? That's... That's a great question. Um, listen, I'm, and, and it pains me to do it because I picked the Vikings, but I would almost. I- I'm buying an Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm, I'm all in on Aaron Rodgers. Like we knew Russell Wilson was going to be Russell Wilson this year, right? Like I mean, yeah, we, we all point. expected that. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. At least I was like, huh? Mm, Jordan Love whispers. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at that draft. That was absolute garbage. What do they do to help Aaron Rodgers out? It doesn't matter what they did to help Aaron Rodgers out because he's still Aaron Rodgers. And whether it's because he got he broke up with Danica Patrick, whether it's because he's got a new sense of motivation, whatever the reason is, something has got into Aaron Rodgers where it's like this is the Aaron Rodgers of old. This is the Aaron Rodgers of prime and. That's a dangerous, dangerous Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going with the Packers. because I just watched him beat the New Orleans Saints without their best weapon in Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's playing really, uh, really good. And also good. Aaron Jones too is a heck of a back. You know, you can't say that enough as well either.
0: I mean, he carried my fantasy team last year <laughs> and he's, but he's really good. Yeah, like I think that it felt like it was fluky as many touchdowns as he scored, but sure. I, I tell you who deserves some credit, and I don't know if he gets it because I don't even know if people can name that he's the head coach is Matt Lafleur. Yeah, he uh, does. Stopped by at Ashland University
1: uh, <laughs> for a year. Yeah, and then he got out because he couldn't take it anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, this yeah. is what I signed up for, see? Yeah. yeah. Sixteen and three though wow. to start his career.
2: Yeah.
0: Now nah, get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. First, you're sixteen and three. Yeah. to start your career as the head coach in the National Football League. Yeah. And and I remind people that the Packers were not supposed to be good last year. Like nobody said, hey, Packers going to go 13 and 3. That's not what people thought. And then this year they said they're going to backslide. Yep. Well, here
1: they are 3 and 0 so far. 16 and 3, that is something uh to start your career. It's um listen, it's very impressive. Obviously, it helps having a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, but let's keep in mind how this draft really shook out, right? You took Jordan Love first round, A.J. Dillon, who I don't know if he's even touched the field yet in the second round, but running back out of Boston College. It's like, excuse me? And then the third round pick, uh, the Joshua DeGura guy, uh, tight end out of Cincinnati was a third round pick. Have we really seen? I've seen Mercedes a lot. Are you, are you out there, Mr. Third round pick? No, but they do have pick? Alan Lazard. They do have Alan and Lazard. And if the Jags still had <laughs> Alan Lazard, we'd have two Lombardi trophies <clears throat> here in Jacksonville. <clears throat> Trademarked. Trademarked. Um, but this is my point, though. So your first three picks, Brent, of the draft haven't even really touched the field, and they're all on offense. So, like, the whole thing with LaFleur was is that he's trying to go back to what he had in Tennessee, right? Like, he, he brings in this Josh Tagura guy who's, like, this H-back type. No one's really heard of him, but he's, like, a bigger blocker guy. They go after A.J. Dillon, who's essentially not sure if he's seen the, the lower chassis as Derrick Henry reincarnated. And then, obviously, he had Jordan Love. So, I think the thought in Green Bay was they're going with Tennessee. He was running a couple of years ago when he was there. But then, all of a sudden, we're seeing a spread offense. And all of a sudden, we're seeing a very balanced attack. And it's like, you know what? There's something to this Matt Lefleur guy, possibly, right? Because while he may want the Titans of the old in his new offense, with what he has right now currently is a very balanced run and passing attack, and it seems to be working just fine. Uh, is there such thing as a fraud at three and O? Chicago, yeah. uh,
0: well, Pittsburgh now is the quarterback, so undefeated. Uh, Buffalo, Tennessee. I mean, Chicago has to be the fraud team at
1: 3-0, right? Yeah. If you um, were going to pick one, I'm not sure they are, but if you're going to pick one, they have to. Listen, you're you're kind of a fraud when you're 3-0 and you had to use a backup quarterback because he didn't get hurt, <laughs> yeah, though. You, you heard, know what I'm saying? Like you already used your photo a frame Use a lifeline three games <laughs> into the season. Yeah, so I'm definitely going uh, with the Chicago Bears. All right. Uh, some entr- interesting
0: in it. I'll tell you what. It is. I did think about this last night. See, it's interesting perspective. That yesterday is as much as I watch the NFL all year. Yeah. Now you do a little bit more of it because we're not traveling with the Jags, but we're so busy with Jag stuff on a Sunday that that is a. I like it early in the year because you can kind of get a gauge of teams and see who they are. Yeah. I just don't watch that much NFL. Just not able to do it on Sunday. But everybody's got to be glad the NFL is back. I mean, yeah. the storylines coming out of the NFL after three weeks are incredible.
1: I want to ask you this, and it's still obviously very young right now, but we, we talked about the most competitive division and the least competitive division. Um, and I think we both agreed that NFC West was the most competitive. Yeah. Do you still agree with that? Are you still on that boat? Yeah, I am. Okay, and then in the least competitive, I forgot what we said, least competitive.
0: I don't know, but NFC East takes the cake. NFC East for sure. But the problem with the NFC East right now is I don't think Dallas is as bad as their record. Yeah. They got lucky against Atlanta. They actually could be zero and three, but they've yeah. also played three pretty good teams: the Rams, Seattle on the road, yeah. and they did get lucky against Atlanta.
1: Also, the most competitive. If the Ravens win tonight, they go three and zero. You got the Steelers three and zero, Ravens three and zero, Browns two and one. Yeah, but the do, worst do team in the, past West? the no, no, West.
0: The worst team in the West is, is the is Better is yeah. better than the Bengals. True, by far. Good probably. point. Yeah, and we still don't know what Cleveland's going to be.
1: That we do not. They see.
0: won two games, but again, the lesser confident. Comp- well, can they beat Pittsburgh? Can yeah. They they got thumped by Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think they're going to be a little bit Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, news out of the NBA, and it's not just LeBron's going to a finals. Coach gets fired. Have the latest on that. What about Mahomes and Lamore tonight? And a thought about Mike Leach in Mississippi State. Uh, what a weekend of college football. It's all in the way. One more segment to go here on a Monday. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for hanging with us on ESPN 690.
2: Vote for this week's ESPN 690 High School Athlete of the Week, presented by Honda of the Avenues. Each week, an athlete with the most votes will be announced on Action Sports Chats. To vote or nominate your favorite student-athlete, go to ESPN690.com or check us out on ESPN 690's Facebook page. Austin Lane.
1: Are we st- on right now or not? Like our
2: screen? I guess we're good. Brent Martino. Yeah, you got to okay. go all
0: the way. Yeah, we're back. Thanks for your concern. You're welcome. Uh. <laughs> Action sports jacks on ESPN 690.
1: I never said okay. I want to cast myself as a superstar or whatever the case may be. I just I just want to travel my own journey because it is my journey, and I've appreciated you know everything that's happened along the way. I mean, the ups, the downs, the the ups on the court, the downs on the court, the wins, the losses. I've been able to, um, I guess that's Frank Sinatra would say, did it my way. At the end of the day and at the end of my career, I just hope that I um, inspired enough people to want to play the game the right way and have that respect from all the opponents that I played against, um, all the teams that I played against, and the organizations that I played for. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's all you have is your respect.
0: That is LeBron James going to his 10th NBA Finals. They handle the Nuggets. They'll face the Miami Heat. And you can hear those games right here on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Coos on a Monday, hitting a little bit of everything. and We've got a little bit of everything left in this segment. Take you up uh, until 6 o'clock. We hand off the live local loud right after that. Uh, jerry daniels Nikki football and then at nine o'clock tonight it's the fsu coaches show with mike norvell right here on espn 690 this just in from the nba doc rivers out as clippers coach uh kuz you appear to be a little bit surprised i'm not really that surprised
2: i mean you know it's his first run with this team i guess so i thought because they had shown, I guess, a little bit of what they were going to do, that they were going to give him another chance at it, you know?
0: Yeah, I wonder uh, how much was on him if they want just a philosophical change or uh, maybe they disagreed with some things or they just need to hit the reset button there and they blame it on him. I mean, he basically had one chance with this power team as favorites. you know, or co-favorites, if you will, and they didn't even make the finals.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you look at the team, like, I guess, and I get because expectations were so high, but you look at what he did with the team last year, right? They didn't have any really star, and they were so, like, dominant, even able to get a game in the playoffs last year without these guys. So I thought maybe it would, you know, get him another year. Is he, is he the
0: coach if they make the finals but lose to the Lakers?
1: I think so. Uh, I mean, listen. There's there's no room for patience when you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and just a super team, right? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, They're not just, even make the finals. Exactly. It's just that's not how it works in the NBA. And unfortunately, they didn't do that. A guy by the name of Jamal Murray had other plans, and you blew a three-one lead, and it is what it is. Yeah. Gone. And,
0: and by the way, that's the other part of it, right? Not only did they not make the finals, you but how it. they didn't make the finals. How can that team lose three games in a row? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure they did that much during the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it will be LeBron and the Lakers against uh, Jimmy Butler and the Heat, and that is a tremendous story because I don't – I mean, does anybody believe they're, like, that good? Or are they just getting the most out of that team? And, and obviously Jimmy Butler's raised his level and Tyler Hero and all the rest of them. Yeah, But uh, I still think is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I think he's done a great job. So he's a great story, too. This will be his fifth finals. I know LeBron and Wade and them carried a, a bunch of that. Yeah. But his fifth finals, did you see the tweet Miami he did? He went from, like – he was the video manager –
1: oh yeah, yeah. At the yeah, Miami, yeah and now
0: he's made it to five five really exactly. cool story
1: very cool story and it's i guess it's kind of a credit to him as what kind of coach he is right because obviously when you have lebron and chris bosh and dwayne wade you could have coached that team and yeah. probably won a championship right so um i think it's a testament to cement himself as just what kind of a coach that dude is obviously with the team that he has right now um and kuz i want to get your opinion on this too like I guess I compare it to the Raptors of last year. But, like, we think about how this whole bubble shook out, right? Like, we had the Mavericks for a little bit, and they were kind of the sexy thing. And, and you know, we had the Nuggets for a little bit. And they Started were kind of the Portland. sexy. Exactly. Start with Portland. Good call. Yep. Game time. Has there ever been an unsexier team than the Miami Heat in terms of, like, a finals appearance? Like, to me, like, they, like I guess Tyler Hero's shooting ability, but, like, and I don't call a bunch of misfits, because they're great players. Like, Jimmy Butler, obviously, and Bam, but, like, is there, has there ever been an unsexier team in the finals? I guess my question. Did the is. Indiana Pacers make it recently at all? Not to the finals. Not to the finals.
0: Not like in the last five years. I'm no. just saying in the last fifteen years. Not Reggie Miller, Indiana Pacers. No,
1: I don't think the Pacers ever did. Okay, because they would fit. They would yeah. qualify oh, especially to me. Especially uh, McConnell's, you know, ugly mug in there. He was talking about unsexy. Yeah, it's uh, a good call.
2: Maybe, I mean, maybe maybe Raptor the Raptors last year,
1: but ah, just Spurs. because
2: like Tim Duncan was so like yeah you know what I mean yeah. early Paul, years the Spurs, I I mean, before they became
0: such a winner yeah. that you knew Actually, Popovich and would Duncan you, and
2: would you put it on um, what was that year the Dallas Mavericks when Dirk won would you say they were kind of not like the sexy team that year because well, that was against I'm, the he- I'm sure they're not
0: the yeah. like, in your guys is phrasing the sexiest of teams like yeah. I get what you're going after but I don't I would think even if you have Dirk Nowitzki yeah.
2: It's different, yeah, but but they went up against like that was the heat, like that was you know was what I mean. Heat. Like you're looking at that would almost be like this situation, like LeBron and the Lakers, you know. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Was did Jason Kidd play for the Mavs late in his career?
2: I think it was. Well, that year was I think J J. Barre was there. It was Barea, okay. Yeah did did he play for the Mavs? I believe Jason so. Kidd? Yeah, for yeah, sure. I feel like he did, right?
1: Yeah, weren't him and Steve Nash on the same team for a little bit or not? Maybe I misspoke on that one. I don't believe one.
2: they were. Okay.
1: All right. The stats about
0: LeBron—they were unbelievable. Uh, Ten finals. Did yeah. you see the stat where it said he has more than every other organization in the NBA, other than the Warriors, Celtics, and Lakers, in terms of finals appearances?
1: That's insane. That's. And yeah. now he has a chance to do it
0: with three different teams. See. Well, he is doing it with three different teams. But I well, mean, he has a chance to win and, with three
1: different. And listen, teams. and what it's gonna always come back to, no matter what. And by the way, the Mavericks won the championship back in 2010. So whether that was the Heat or the Cavaliers, I can't remember. All right, but whatever. I think it was the Heat. Um, Listen, it's always going to come down to what? Michael Jordan takes on LeBron. Like, who's the better player? And those numbers you just threw at me, Brent, those are crazy numbers. I mean, first guy to ever do it. I guess like let me ask you this: If LeBron somehow loses the series to the Heat, and I, and I say somehow, like I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but if he was to lose a series to the Heat, and then what would his finals record be now?
0: It would be three and seven. Three and seven. Be the biggest loser of all time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yes and no,
0: but you know what I'm saying here, yeah. right? Like, no, I, mean, I know. It's like, you can't lose this one. See, he yeah. could lose with the Cleveland, uh, yeah. the Cleveland Cavs, because it was all him. It was all him. It was mostly all him. He mm-hmm. had some pieces but it, you could lose. Miami was good, but they had some competition along the way and they won a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh this one uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. when you're the favorite, you got to win. Mm-hmm. This is the most favorite he's ever felt to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think you got to get it done. Because yeah. the other times like he'll he'll be known as the guy that went up against the Warriors almost single-handedly with Cleveland. So if you're if you're sitting there and tell me, right, I lost six finals too. Uh what kind of winner is that?" Well, go look at the matchups. The fact that they got there at times with Cleveland yeah. was impressive in itself, and then you had to go up against the Super Team, one of the best of all time, yeah. uh, to knock them off. So it's that that that's a bad argument. But if you lose with the Lakers as the favorite going against the team that's not even the Bucks, yeah. who were considered the best team because record-wise in the regular season. Yeah, this one you can't lose. You can't lose if you're LeBron.
1: And listen, I'm not saying it's right, not saying it's right wrong, but I'm saying it's the way it is. There's no other sport, I think, in professional sports, that ties how great an athlete is at their sport more than a championship. Right. Like I can t- turn to football and say, all right, well obviously Tom Brady's the goat, all that, but like Dan Reno, one of the best to ever do it. And it doesn't matter what kind of numbers you throw at me, like you can say Dan Reno is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. He didn't win a championship, right? But at the same time, like, Charles Barkley never won a championship. Yeah, he's probably – he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, like, I didn't start looking at Quiet Leonard the way I look at Quiet Leonard until he won in Toronto, right? Like, to me, you have to win the championships more than any other sport than basketball to cement your legacy, mm-hmm. okay? Because if you don't and you keep on losing – and as bad as it sounds, I think it tarnishes it. That's another really very good player. Yeah, yeah. I, I really And that's t- what Giannis that. will
0: face that at some point, Correct. too, right? And Correct. all these young. There's a lot of good players yeah. that won't win. Like like
1: Dirk. I think Dirk was a. He's always been a great player, but when he won his championship, then it was like, okay, this guy's the real deal. Well, LeBron, we're talking about possibly the best basketball player of all time. But it, to me, it's a little hard to justify that if he doesn't turn-go 3-7 and seven in the finals.
0: Yeah, spe- again, especially with this that's one, because they're going to be highly favored. They are yeah. highly favored. And, uh, you know, one other thought, I, I don't think he'll go down as the best player of all time. I love this generation fights for him in that. I think yeah. that's cool. Um, but he is the greatest architect of all time. <laughs> I mean... He, Change the game. I, like he is. I mean, yeah. he, he has crafted teams in three different spots now mm-hmm. and landed in the finals and potentially won with three different teams. He's the greatest architect to ever play the game. I mean, without que- in my opinion, without question.
2: Yeah. The uh the other storyline that I personally like following is that uh Andre Iguodala is going back again too. Yeah, that's wild. Cuz he went against LeBron with Golden State from like fifteen to eighteen, and now here we go again. I mean, he he's another one that's got an eye for that 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 that's team it. that can get there.
0: Here's a uh, the great stat. Ty gave me this. I hope he's right, but he read it somewhere, and he said he said uh, there have now been thirty seven consecutive finals that a player is playing in that also played with Shaquille O'Neal. What? Hang on. Let's say it one more time. Yeah. So thirty seven straight NBA finals where a player who's playing in the finals yeah. played with Shaquille O'Neal. That's insane. Who came up with that stat? I don't How even do you know who the player out? is oh. like
2: that played with him now. Oh, Dwight to, Howard? Did Dwight Howard play with Shaq? No, no. Is, is it Andre? Um, Udonis Haslam, probably. There you go. With the, is he's Haslam's, on the Heat. He's still on the Heat? i he so imagine the heat? they played, because I think he's been a lifer on the By the, the way, heat. way, is Haslam wrong, heat? Yeah. Okay. I blame Ty. Mark, okay no. That's but he's the one though. that read
0: it to me. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's an incredible statistic. I, I don't know what to say to that.
1: Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't. Even, I can't really comprehend that. Yeah, I yeah. can't
0: either because that means like when his rookie year or whatever, right? I yeah, mean, he's yeah. playing with some old guy who's, who played in the finals <laughs> event, you know, that year. It's pretty wild. Pretty. <laughs> the connections are unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Give me one thing from the weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, you went to a wedding. Did you ever find the rock and and maybe yeah. have something sports related? Yeah.
1: So didn't find the rock, unfortunately. Didn't have a lot of time to find the rock. We actually went golfing. So about um, that. Uh, yeah. Cool. The matches back on. Hey, oh, yeah. And I don't saw cocky or anything, but my drives, the long ball express is back. All right, I'm just gonna say that. So you tell me when, you tell me where, Let's do I'll it. show up. I'm gonna need some clubs from somebody. So if someone can <laughs> rent the clubs or whatever, however you, how you acquire clubs, I'm not paying for them. <laughs> Way too them, expensive. Then. Hey PJ, to a to a superstore, cut the check. <laughs> if you're not going to, how do you acquire clubs without paying for them? Steal them. I don't know. Yeah, ask <laughs> <laughs> the guy that has Stewart's putter still. I don't know. I'm sure he can tell you. But just wait till
2: Stewart leaves his garage yeah. open again.
1: <laughs> so, boy, that being said, we didn't find the rock. We went golfing. Wedding was fantastic. Um. Had to put about an hour aside during the wedding reception to sit down and watch some UFC fights, if you will. Uh, Paulo Costa, Israel Adesanya, aka the Style Bender, um, two undefeated guys going at it at 185. One of probably the most intriguing heavy. W- I'm sorry, one of the most intriguing 185 fights of all time. Um, Style Bender pulled it out, and listen, this was kind of David versus Goliath a little bit in terms of the way these fighters looked, right? Like, you look at Stylebender, super tall, super lanky. Paul Acosta, how he makes 185, I have no idea. Uh, i imagine Greg Jones on steroids. That's, that's what Paul Acosta looks like, right? So, um... Stylebender picked him apart, wasn't even a close fight, and it makes you appreciate just, I guess, the overall skill set that Israel Stylebender brings to the UFC. This is a guy who was cemented with kickboxing, um, who grew up with t- Muay Thai fighting, made his way over the UFC, and looks pretty much unstoppable. Hmm. So I'm taking so, that. All
0: right. Uh, give me one thing I asked
1: Coos for in a break. He's like, I almost died almost yesterday. Died. Yeah, that's a good
2: story. <laughs> that's a good start. Yeah, Coos. Yeah, there's a lot of flooding down in St. Augustine. And when they say don't drive through it, uh, I probably should have taken that a little more serious. Listen to people. Kuz. Well,
1: it's, I mean, it's St. Augustine, man. It's probably like the most flooded place in the entire country. Listen I, to I, the experts. And by the way, said there was before, six inches of rain yesterday in it some was, spots.
2: Th- I know. I, I went right through it.
1: I've said it before, man. You can spill a juice box in St. Augustine. It'll, it'll <laughs> cause <call> flooding. <laughs> Simple as that. No, you're That's dead a serious. good line. Yeah. <laughs> Did you steal that line or no. is that your line? That was me. I remember I said it during when we were visiting because uh the, the university. Because oh, it was yeah, raining we were cold. Cold. Oh, oh, cold. Yeah, yeah, that's and my right. my band got all wet. That's, I'm like, it's not even raining hard. How is this place flooding?
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh, here, I'm going to give you one thing. Major League Baseball made it through their season. Yeah. Think back to some of the conversations that we had back in April and May. Yeah. Nobody thought they'd make it through a season. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty astonishing if you look back. Yeah. And they got... Pretty much everybody had the 60-game schedule. Yep. And here we go with one of the great baseball days of all time coming up yeah. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Where you'll have eight games. Yep. Brewers, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea, right? Uh, I think, like, ten things had to happen, and they happened. You know, one thing that... That I'm mad about. What do you got? Is I thought the Red Sox were tanking. They couldn't even do it. They yeah. They got the fourth pick in the draft. They didn't even get the first one. <laughs> who that's had the worst the, record? That's for the Pirates. Who, who had the worst record? Pirates. A Pirates did. Uh-huh. Who would oh, like the Pirates? I mean, why? Why is anybody a Pirates fan? No offense My goodness. No offense uh, What else do I got for you? Oh yeah, we got to end the show with this, man.
1: Man, who are you that telling? Was a bad ringing of the bell. Yeah, you're better than that. There it is. There it is. That's for the neighbors. Yes, it is. That was fun to watch, Mike You're Leach. Welcome alive, to watch the SEC. <laughs> yeah. Hey, SEC. <laughs> Competitive. <laughs> Mike Leach is like, oh, we're all good. You know, you know what I thought about after that
0: game? Costello throws for a million yards. Yeah. In Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. What a moment! Because yeah. he's not going to be like an NFL guy. That might be the best moment he ever has.
1: Mike Leach, the quarterback whisperer. Man, and
0: he's going to be telling that story forever. Yeah. You imagine if, like, Le- I wonder what Leach would look like if he got like Justin Fields.
1: Can't imagine.
0: I mean, he had Gardner Minshew. Yeah, no stuff. He's incredible with yeah. the, what he what he has and and uh, incredible production. All right, we have Jags report live coming up tonight, seven o'clock on Fox thirty. We'll talk some more Jags coming up next. Live local loud, and at nine o'clock. It's the Mike Morrell show right here
1: on ESPN 69. We take it tonight, Chiefs or Ravens. Uh, I've got the Chiefs.
0: I got the Chiefs as well. Enjoy the game, everybody. Yes. We'll see you back tomorrow on ESPN six